All right, everybody, thanks so much for <clears throat> tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall with Aurora and I here today. So um, today's episode, uh, we're, we're excited about it. A little, little bit of shake-up for us. Haven't really done um, this type of um, kind of what-if scenario before. Uh, so we'll jump right into this a uh, little bit. Aurora, uh, the coming up to the reason why we would do this um, episode is uh, Aurora was talking about uh, some of her favorite characters for some favorite movies, talking about you know how great certain people were and all these types of things, and we got into a heated debate over you know hey who who would win uh, here against here and who would win here against here, and she said you know what how about we do a Hunger Games, a celebrity Hunger Games with other movie characters. So excited about that. Um, so yeah, we'll jump right into it here. So the participants that okay setting up the stage. For this, essentially, it is the Hunger Games. If you have not seen the Hunger Games, shame on you. Um, if you, again, if you haven't seen the Hunger Games, um, shame on you. But second, uh, watch it. Go, 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 watch it. Uh, it. It's it can get pretty intense. It can get pretty dark. Essentially, the Hunger Games is a uh, basically a tournament where you go in and you're fighting to the death, and you've got other contestants in there, and you're just going all out at it. There is a center ring. Um, I'm going to say center ring, but I can't remember the exact term of it. Basically, it's like a bounty area where uh, there are weapons and food and supplies, things like that. Um, and essentially, there's a giant open field that you open up into. Um, or it, it doesn't have to be an open field, but we're going to do that uh, in nostalgia of the original Hunger Games. Giant open field with woods and jungle and things like that around it. Uh, so you appear on these platforms around that open field. And then uh, they signal for you to go. Then you can leave your podium and the Hunger Games begin. Uh, so a lot of people go for that bounty. Some people will go into the forest, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, what we're doing is taking some celebrities from other movies, some characters from other movies, putting them in this scenario and letting them go head to head to see what would happen. Now, there are some environmental things that will skew this a little bit. So if someone is more used to a city atmosphere um, or they're used to a certain type of environment, yes, it may affect why they died other ones didn't you know it may affect why certain people win and whatnot uh but you have to take that into account because that is a factor that you really have to think through and in these movies and things like that when people are making it those are things that they have to take into account as well so we tried to do our best to take this into account so with for, without further ado we will begin with the participants so first off is robert muldoon robert muldoon is the game warden from kenya uh that was uh basically the game warden at jurassic park he uh you know maintained uh, security of all the animals, you know, track their behavior, things like that, uh, especially pertaining to the raptors, and, you know, really was a big focus of that film. He did perish in that film. Some people question whether he did or not, but uh, question or uh, perished in that film by the uh, raptor's claw uh, where he, you know, died uh, because the raptors outwitted him, essentially. And um, so, yeah, that's our first character. A really great one there. Uh, I know it's a big, big fan favorite for everyone who loves Jurassic Park. Uh, they're, they're big diehards for Robert Muldoon. Love his character there. Really sad to have seen him perish in that. Second, John McClane. John McClane is the New York City police officer from the Die Hard movies, okay? Played by Bruce Willis. Uh, he did a uh, great job of protecting and uh, getting rid of the terrorists at Nakatomi Tower uh, by destroying and blowing up <laughs> most of the tower. But um, 
yeah, he did so many different feats throughout that. You know, it wasn't just a city police officer. He did have other things that he had to do. You know, he, he went through the entire complex barefooted the entire time. He ripped up his feet really badly on some broken glass. So he was walking with bloody feet throughout the you know, half the movie. Uh, so, so there's definitely a lot more credibility to him outside of just the New York City and just in the buildings, things like that. He, he definitely was a hero there. Um, next up, Dutch Schaefer. Okay, Dutch Schaefer. Many of you probably don't know the name at all, and that's absolutely fine. He's a military leader in Predator, okay, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he was in the original Predator movie and played Dutch. Uh, they didn't really talk about his last name all that much, but Dutch was the leader of this uh, expert military unit that was sent in to take care of a uh, basically a black ops mission. Um, behind some enemy lines, and uh, yeah, it turned out that the Predator was there, and he ended up combating it, ended up actually defeating the Predator by means of basically natural uh, nature fighting, you know, I mean, Boy Scout type stuff, you know, set up uh, death lever traps and, and things like that, you know, free weight traps, stuff like that that's going to be triggered, and uh, that you can set up any time without a lot of different things out there in the jungle to do it, you know, he didn't do it with a ton of bombs and things like that, so really cool um, character there. Rick O'Connell from the Mummy series, okay, this played by Brendan Fraser, uh, very uh, humorous character as well as a, an action scene character, you know, there was uh, plenty of times that he didn't just sit there and do things with a gun, he sword fought things like that, especially in some of the sequel movies as well, so that's a character that we were really excited about to put into effect here, and uh, yeah, moving on from there is Indiana Jones, okay? Probably the more f most famous character uh, on this list, at least historically. Um, Indiana Jones, played by Harrison Ford, uh, definitely an amazing character. There's not really much we should have to say about that for all of you. He is a treasure seeker. He is a historian. He loves to go out there and uh, find these ancient relics and the history and things like that. Just great adventurer. Um, yeah. Jason Bourne is the next one. So uh, if you guys have not seen Jason Bourne movies, please watch that. If you get a chance to go to Universal uh, down in Orlando, Universal Studios, please check out that uh, action show, the stunt show, the Jason Bourne stunt show. It is amazing. My By far my favorite stunt show I've ever seen. Um, uh, live stunt show. I mean, just awesome. Absolutely loved it. Uh, can't Can't beat it. When it comes to using people. Now, there's an animal show there as well that I think trumps it, but that's just because I'm an animal fan. Anyway, Jason Bourne is a secret military assassin from the Bourne movies. Um, yeah, he's played by Matt Damon, and this guy is lethal. If you've watched the movies, you know it. If you haven't, watch them. Next, Sarah Connor from the Terminator series. Now, we're not just taking Sarah Connor from the original movie. Uh, you know, we're taking Sarah Connor over the years of the movie and so yes the beginning movie yeah she was a whiny little brat of a teenager uh you know young adult that type of thing but she matured quite a bit uh became very much a survivalist very much a militant leader and yeah i think she did an amazing job um, of turning things around and being able to be a hero in the future uh, a military leader a trainer things like that for for future terminator movies so great character there now here we go with it. The games would start. Everybody is in the middle circle. Everybody's sitting there looking at each other across the board, just as we normally do in the Hunger Games. And the games would start. Sarah Connor, Jason Bourne, Robert Muldoon, and Dutch Schaefer would venture off into the woods. They would not be so 
focused on getting to the bounty. Um, Rick O'Connell grabs a sword as him, uh, John McClane, and Indiana Jones go to the bounty. So uh, Rick O'Connell grabs a sword. John McClane goes for another sword, and Indiana grabs a whip and leaves. Okay, now O'Connell and McClane sword fight. They get in a sword fight. Now, here's the thing. O'Connell's experience from sword fighting gives him an edge in this, definitely because in the movies he sword fought with some mummies, ancient warriors, things like that, and he held his own for at least brief stints. I don't think he was ever in a long sword fight. Uh, but John McClane, we never saw a sword fight at all, and I don't think he knows how to use a sword. So I think Brandon Fraser would definitely have the edge, and John McClane ends up dying. Sorry for that. He died hard, guys. Ha, ha, ha. Not so funny. Anyway, um, as O'Connell comes uh, from around the bounty area, he runs into the woods and vanishes himself. Uh, while in the woods, Dutch, uh, again from Predator, would begin settling, uh, setting natural traps around his camp. Very similar to what he did in Predator. He's very resourceful, very much naturalist when it comes to these types of things. So he would set up those traps. And, uh, yeah, he wouldn't really need anything to do it, uh, you know, except his wits, uh, you know. So, yeah, he would end up doing that. Um, Sarah Connor ventures back to the bounty area later on in the evening, uh, grabs a shovel, and uh, begins moving the bombs from the podium, which, as you, if you'd seen from the Hunger Games, this happened in the Hunger Games, where they actually dug up the bombs from the podiums, um, moved them all around the bounty area so people couldn't get to the bounty. Um, Sarah would be doing digging up these bombs, um as well from the podiums, okay? So that's what we see her do in the evening. O'Connell would die in a trap set by Dutch later that evening. So O'Connor, uh, O'Connell would be, you know, running through the forest, uh, you know, walking through the forest. He is a very funny character, guys. He's a funny character. He's not all that serious, and uh, he definitely has some mishaps, some things he, he makes mistakes on when it comes to those movies. And so I think he would be a little bit clumsy here. I don't think he would know what to look for out in the jungle and nature and stuff. Yeah, he's got a little bit more than, you know, a John McClane as far as knowledge, but he definitely wouldn't wouldn't make it. So I think he'd run into one of Dutch's traps. He would end up dying. Um so, yeah, and Dutch would be sleeping by the fire with his traps around him, giving him security, so uh, he would just be asleep throughout the night. Indiana would hear the screams from O'Connell um, during the night, slowly venture over to the area as he saw O'Connell laying there dead. Uh, Indiana would take the sword, observe the area, kind of look around, see the traps, notice what was going on there trap-wise, because Indiana Jones is great at getting out of traps. He's great of getting around booby traps and things like that. So he has a keen eye for this. And so he would know and see everything in that area leading up to the fire uh, and the area that Dutch is sleeping. Okay, And then Indy would retreat back to High Elevation Plateau where he keeps his camp at. Now, Robert Muldoon, the next morning, would have plenty of food from his hunting skills, right? So this is the big thing for Robert Muldoon. He's a great hunter. He's probably got some squirrel up there, some rabbit, things like that. He's done a great job, and he's, he's going to be well-fed. As Muldoon leaves to go get water from a nearby stream, Jason Bourne, who, as we know, can vanish whenever he wants, uh, sneaks through the camp, takes a couple of rabbits. Uh, Bourne, actually leaving the camp, runs into Muldoon, and... As they freeze at each other, Jason Bourne would offer a rabbit. 
uh, sorry, not Muldoon. He would run into Sarah Connor. Okay, so Jason Bourne would run into Sarah Connor. He would offer her a rabbit. She would uh, take the rabbit. They would both split and go among their way because she would be pretty, pretty hungry at that point. She's not as expert of a hunter as uh, Robert Muldoon. So then Dutch, now we move back to Dutch, who resets the trap that O'Connell triggered, and he goes back to his camp. Basically, Dutch is, you know, sitting there saying, hey, I feel confident in my traps. I beat the Predator. Like, you know, these guys aren't going to outdo what the Predator did. So, you know, I'm just going to sit in my, my little camp. I'm going to be fine, you know. And, and that's fine. It's a great theory, great philosophy there. Um, I think it would have worked out well for him, except for the fact of some of the other players that are a part of this. So, Indiana would get through those traps, okay? Um, and as, as the night approaches on the second night, um, Bourne would have had a truce with Sarah because of the rabbits that he gave. Muldoon would return to his camp and slowly eat as he noticed the rabbits had been taken from his camp so he knows someone had been there he probably could have done some tracking and things like that but doesn't want to go and proceed into any danger he's going to kind of sit and wait and see what goes on so connor o'connor sarah uh, is now on a truce with Bourne. so they're kind of allies but they're not really because sarah doesn't really trust anyone except herself we kind of know that so sarah would oblige um jason Bourne, and actually we find out later that she actually gave Jason a pipe bomb in exchange for the rabbit because she took the bombs, used the materials, and made pipe bombs, which she learned from Reese, Kyle Reese, from the original Terminator movie. So this is awesome because we're using movie content, guys. So anyway, she uses the pipe bombs. Um, that's, that's something that she makes with the bomb material. She gives one to Jason Bourne in exchange for the rabbit, and they, they had split. So then... Indiana in the next night would be getting through the traps uh, and what he would do is kill Dutch in the middle of the night. So Dutch would feel really confident. He'd feel really good. But as we know, Indiana Jones is great around booby traps, getting around those things, understanding how to do it and not make a sound. So he gets through there and he ends up taking over the camp that Dutch had. Okay, Muldoon would actually come over, set off a trap purposefully with a stick, okay? Indy would get up in the middle of the night hearing this, go over to where the trap that had been set was, and then get ambushed by Muldoon. Now, as they fight, Bourne throws uh, the pipe bomb at both of them, because here's the thing, Muldoon doesn't have a, a sword. Indy would have a sword that he took from O'Connell. So they're sitting there fighting, and as they're fighting, Jason Bourne throws his pipe bomb that he got from Sarah Connor, blows both of them up. So both of them are now dead, and that leaves Sarah Connor and Jason Bourne, the only two people left in the Celebrity Hunger Games. Um, as they fight, Jason would, uh, or the next morning, he would confront Sarah. She'd be throwing pipe bobs at him left and right. Uh, he would have spent most of the, the later part of the night setting up various 
various mannequins, various uh, pieces of clothing that some of the other characters had, and using it to make dummies and things like that in the woods. So it's early in the morning. It's it's not fully visible. It's still a little dark out, and Sarah is throwing pipe bombs left and right as she hears and sees things throughout the wood. And as we know. Man, Jason Bourne is great at making diversions. He's great at putting a game plan in place. Sarah o- Sarah Connor is very much a reactive person. She doesn't do a great job of planning, although she can if she has enough time, but she doesn't do a great job of constantly planning all the time. She's very much reactive from what we see in the Terminator series. And so Bourne would use the clothes from the others to make dummies as she throws the bombs, and at one point... He would actually be right behind her without her knowing it and end up killing Sarah Connor. And with that, that will end the Celebrity Hunger Games as Jason Bourne would be the winner out of these characters, guys. I mean, let us know what you think. You know, what do you think about these people? What do you think about who would have killed who? How it would have played out? But realistically, man, I just don't see how any of these people could have held up to Jason Bourne. I mean, the things he does... Just the skill set he has. I mean, he's basically a specially programmed assassin, but he's a human being. So, I mean, I, I just don't know how they're going to beat that. Um, essentially, that's what did everybody in. But what did you guys think? Did you like to hear this scenario? Uh, you know, let us know your thoughts. I know most people probably say, oh, I wish you got a little more detail, maybe made it a little bit longer, things like that. We could have added some characters and things too. But we did just want to test this out. We don't know how people are really going to take to it. Let us know what you think, how it went. Uh, We can always do this with something else later on, another type of Hunger Games or something, and uh, with different characters and stuff. So, yeah, let us know. Um, We will be, you know, definitely interested in doing it if, you know, people do enjoy this content. Uh, But if you don't, that's fine. This will be the first and only time we do it, and that's that's not a problem either. So, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, We'll get into some more news, things like that, next week to keep you guys updated what's going on. It's a little bit of a lull right now as far as all the news going on uh, with what's coming out there. Uh, I will tell you right now, uh, on Netflix, there is He-Man, the Masters of the Universe. Uh, I think Revelation, Revolution, something like that. Uh, It's new. Uh, series on Netflix. Uh, check that out. It's actually uh, seems pretty good. I've watched the first two episodes so far. Seems pretty good. And uh, the other thing I'll mention is that Transformers. Uh, there's been some good Transformers content over the last over the last year uh, come out on Netflix. And uh, there's going to be another one coming out uh, here in the next couple of days. So uh, please check that out because uh, they've been doing some great things, pumping out some great Transformers content. And we can always use more Transformers content. I, I think it just is really great to see more of the Transformers stuff out there. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that being said, what did you guys think of the episode? Really appreciate you guys uh, listening. I uh, appreciate any of the support. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, follow us on uh iTunes, uh, Facebook, our email is there as well. You know, reach out, let us know what you'd like to see us do. Uh, we're trying to come up with some more what if scenarios and things like that out there. If you guys have one you think would be interesting, uh, please reach out, let us know, and we will be willing to do it. So for me and Aurora, with that being said, we will uh, wrap up today's episode. Again, appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us here, and you'll hear from us next week.